welcome everybody to episode 64-Q-whatever. Whatever. I think we're, I think we're on six. Of the Vlix yeah, Podcast. I am your host, Jabo, joined with Pete. Hey, made it. Danan. That's me. And Ken. Hey. So guys, what's new in the world today? Other than the United Gosh. States having 75,000 cases of COVID-19 over the past two days. But still zero on Ontonagon County, Michigan. Uh, for those of you who pay attention to the Supreme Court, they uh, upheld abortion access in Louisiana, which was a beautiful thing. First time we've yes, one of those in a while. Uh, yeah, the Supreme Court is basically saving 2020 right now. Yeah, they've had a couple good wins on the uh, the right side of the law late, lately, haven't they? They have. Uh, this conservative majority is not playing out to be uh, the, 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 the Republican wet dream that everybody thought it was going to be. Because it turns out it's like like patholo- pathologically unstable, the entire system that they built. <laughs> That's what happens when you leave monkeys in a room with typewriters, is it spits out the Republican Party and the death of humanity? Well, in reality, what we're looking at is uh, a, a, a chief justice of the Supreme Court who's more concerned about the rule of law and the legacy of the Supreme Court than he is about any Republican hot-button issues. Wait, wait, wait. They're doing their job? Yeah, believe it or not. Wow. And as was, I suppose, not a surprise when I posted the uh, thing on Facebook this morning, my friend got in talking about how I shouldn't be talking about politics. It's not about politics. I'm talking about the law. But, of course, in his mind, it's a political issue. Well, the law is well, yeah. pretty political. Some people can't separate that, can't separate um, anything from political issues. It's all either enraged or I'm happy with it. Yeah. So today, and I, well, okay, does anybody else have anything to say about what's going on in the political and world environment? Oh, I, could, I could go on for days. Let's not, let's not get into well, that. We're, we're not doing on. it. All right. So I have scoured the internet for today's very fun and exciting segment. It better be fun and exciting. I think you guys, we're gonna have trouble. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. I have scoured the internet for the worst recipes ever. The worst. Oh recipes yeah. Ever. And so what's gonna like hot dog thing? So what we're gonna do is I'm going to give each of you a recipe name, and then you will have to tell me how to make that recipe. And then are you gonna tell us how to actually make the recipe? Yes, after you have stated how you will make said recipe, I will tell you if you are right or wrong. The twist to this game is, though, is you must pick a character to do it in other than your normal voice. Oh, Oh, sorry, you lost me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We're doing voices. We're doing voices. We're doing voices voices today. 
All right, I hope everybody's ready for something slightly racist. It's just going to be that way. I'm super sorry about that. <laughs> We're just doing voices. It's going there. Oh, boy. Okay, well, uh, at least you gave everybody a, you know. That's a fair warning. warning. Can I preface that with <laughs> it's not on purpose? So, so we're going to start really with a really, really easy one today. And I think we will have Danan go first. Okay. All right, Danan. Of course you would say that. Danan, hmm. how do you make 7-Up milk? 7-Up milk? That is uh, not Wait, too far from my normal speaking milk? voice. Oh, this is going badly here. <laughs> Fine. Um... Oh, frick. All I can think of is like the tricks rabbit, but you know, mute. This is this is not going well. <laughs> just the tricks rabbit just holding his neck, screaming, and no sound coming out. Um, well, and I guess we're going pirate for this one. There you go. First, you take the seven. And then you take the milk, and then you chuck them both out, and you drink you some rum. All right, you're you're, kind of, you're a little close. You... <laughs> was, that, was that it? Just just the hell with it? Drink rum? So you take. You so... can walk the plank with that shite. Well, why was the well, why was the rum gone? <laughs> so Seven Up milk is you take equal parts of Seven Up soda and milk, and you add the Seven Up. To the milk without stirring it, because you don't okay. want to. You don't have to. You don't want to mix it up. It was a advertising push to get people to buy more Seven Up because they weren't drinking their milk. That doesn't make any huh. sense. It's just well, okay. So, so everybody knew it was gross the whole time. The idea is they have to drink the milk to get to the Seven Up. I'm not sure. This says do not stir. This recipe says gently we're pour the seven up into the milk and do not stir. Wait a minute. So do they naturally separate? Is it like oil and water here? No. I would assume it probably. No, curls. neither one of them's thick enough for that. That's what I'm it's thinking. But curls. now I'm curious. Well, I mean, if it's buttermilk or whole milk, milk, it might. So back in separate. the day, whole, we were talking about whole milk. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't no. have skim. I'm going with I gave the correct answer. Yeah, I'll go with that. Damon gave the correct answer. Just chuck it out and drink rum. Seven up milk. <laughs> Why does it have to be seven up? Well, it doesn't have, it have to, to be, be milk. <laughs> so, uh, Ken. Yes. How would you go about making beef fizz? What? Beef fizz. <laughs> fizz. Yeah, beef as in cow, moo, beef, fizz. I'm sorry, you're saying fizz. No, fizz. F-I-Z-Z. Yeah. F-I-Z-Z. Fill it with ham. Ham bubbly. Well, you see, that's an easy one. All you got to do is you take your beef broth. Some people like Swanson's. I prefer the store brand from Walmart. You take your beef broth and you mix it with the club soda 
and and you stir it real good. Don't add ice because then it won't fizz no more. Fizz is very important. And what you do is is, is you just drink that, and 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 then and then you then you lay in the uh, in your bed and hope you don't die. <laughs> That's that's probably the most disgusting thing I've ever heard, Ken. You are so so close. Uh, beef fizz is two cans of condensed beef broth, one cup chilled ginger ale, and two tablespoons of lemon juice. Combine the ingredients. Uh, and pour As over a ice, and it serves six to eight people. It serves eight Do people. Six to eight people that you really, it's really hate. People. <laughs> uh, see what's sad about this is I know I'm next, and you guys both took Southern and Pirate. So what the hell does that leave me with? Um, Scottish, Boston. I can't do nice. Scottish. South African? Can you, you do, do South African? Can you do terrorist? Up. Right. That's Ooh, racist. Wow. What's, yeah. That's openly. Oh, yeah, you can actually. He just sounds like a regular was, white guy. I was just saying. Yeah, there you go. No, I, I did just terrorist. Just talk normal. Just talk normal. Yeah, like a white guy, right? Exactly. Then you can be terrorist. <sighs> do your best Donald Trump impersonation. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right, what's, what's mine? I'll think of something. All right, Pete, are you ready for yours? There's something no one's ever tried. This one? I, I I guess. Pete, this recipe could actually be something that might be good, but it has a very unique ingredient. Are you ready? <clears throat> uh, I guess. This is going to be terrifying. Okay. Oh, I stopped you. Pete, how do you make orange dream pie? Oh, that sounds like it'd be tasty. All right. Orange dream <laughs> pie. Sound horrible. <laughs> um, you know, I might have to ask for an opinion on this one. You could cheat. Give me, give me a second. One up. second. All righty, I, I got him. Here he is. He's. I'm. I'm watching him this week because uh, Ken needed a break. So. So Nixon's gonna tell you. Orange dream pie. Come on, Nixon. You can talk. Remember, boy? <laughs> I'm Mr. Well, Nixon. motherfucker. Shut the hell up. Jesus. Let me tell you about orange cream pies. Dream pie. This one involves... Mr. Nixon, Mr. Nixon, it's dream pie, not cream pie. Well, let me tell you something. In my dreams, it's cream, baby. <laughs> this one involves... Oh, yeah. Danon's mother. Oh. First... You fall asleep in your bed and you dream. And then you dream of Dana's mother. And then comes the cream. So basically, you just go get a tub from Walmart and you spread it on yourself. And then it's orange. You take a marker and you kind of scribble it orange on yourself. And then you go over and you see Dana's mother and you say, hey, baby, it's time to make a cream pie. And then you guys use your imagination. But let me tell you, it's basically just dough and sugar and cream. That's brilliant. My mother of the drink. That's pretty brilliant. That's all that is right there. That's it. Orange cream pie. Or orange, whatever the hell you said. Like I said, orange dreams, baby. 
Well, Mr. Nixon, you were so you were almost right. There is some heavy whipped cream involved in this. <laughs> oh, there's definitely whipping going on. However, the secret ingredient to orange dream pie is that you use a packet of orange Kool-Aid. It's so disappointing. Is that you... it? That's the whole thing? Orange Kool-Aid? <laughs> you mix it with two packages of cream cheese, a cup of sugar, some vanilla, graham cracker crust, and white baking chocolate. That's right. I like that chocolate, baby. You, you know, in the 60s there, I was really for All right. Well, I don't know All what right, happened. Lady. I think he left. Don't, don't don't let him come back here. That's on my vacation. He, he he just he just like off the door, man. He's on his uh, way. I think. He, I, swear, I swear to God, if he comes back here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna slow roll your house and push him out. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do, man. You got, you got him for the week. Damn it! All right, Dayton, you ready for your next one? Well, this one's more funny because of the name of it. Aye aye. Dayton, how do you make Santa's whiskers? Well, I really shouldn't talk about that one in, in polite uh, company, sir. That's, ooh, Satan's whiskers. That's uh, where you got to get up underneath to, to start with, right? Um, but then she's got to, uh, you got to have the pool cue. And uh, there's a little bit of uh, the whipping cream again, oddly enough. Um, and I don't know, one other person? I think it takes at least one other person. To to make a Santa's whisker? Yeah, to make Santa's whisker. I think you were describing Satan's whisker. I thought Santa's whisker was a different... Same guy. They both <laughs> bring you a present. And you guys must have had a different Santa than me. I guess so. I don't... I, then again, I've never seen Santa's whiskers. All right, well, if you did, you'd never forget it. Well, it wasn't until <laughs> I saw this cookie... So this is a pretty kind of normal cookie. It's just made with cherries and almonds. Yeah, well, is it like yeah, a, that's true. That part's true. Is it like a long skinny thing? Like a and tentacle? Well, yeah, that's how you well, make it. Well, I mean, it. if you're doing it right, yeah. The long, well, or short and fat. It depends, you know? Well, yeah, it's long and skinny, and then you roll it in coconut, and then you slice it. Um, so I heard it's better if it's wider. Yeah, so no, this, that's all still true. We're talking about the same thing. So while this isn't necessarily the worst recipe in the world, the name of it, it caught my attention. The the coconut kind of cools it down a little bit. You know, it's in the aloe family, actually. Um, the cutting is memorable. Did you say coconuts in the aloe family? <laughs> uh, yes, I, I did say that like it was a true thing. Oh, so you, you made that shit up. Prove me wrong. Because I was going to go <laughs> eat an totally. aloe plant. Uh, please don't. It's good on vanilla ice cream. You never had aloe vanilla? It's the best. Everybody's no, I, doing it. I can't say that I have. Is this on the same and level as people putting in bleach shots into their system? Well, yeah. I mean, how else are you going to drink the whole thing all at once? No, you take a couple of shots over a couple of hours. Lime juice. Uh, I mean, you don't want it too acidic, but it actually tones it down a little bit. 
See, now you're sounding like you're, you have a you have an actual recipe going on. Right? No, I'm just like a pretty straight-laced liar. I just like to say those things. All right, All right that's so, the world we're living in. We got Ken now. Are you ready for yours, Ken? Right on. <clears throat> Ken, how would you make perfection salad? Ooh. Let me think about this now. Perfection salad. Well, see, being that it's it's all born in my own Irish hands, it's all perfection. It doesn't matter what I put in the salad. The Lord blessed me with uh, with uh, with certain gifts, and those certain gifts involve making salads, so they're all perfect in their own way. But this particular salad, I'm gonna say, involves marshmallows, and or and and mandarin oranges, and some coconut, and a little and, and little wee cherries, and you mix that all together with a bit of a cow pie and some black ink. <laughs> And uh, and and you make you form it into a into a, into a mold. You put it into a jello mold. You let it sit in the freezer for about about three days. And then, when your absolute bitch of a of an aunt comes over, Aunt Teresa, she's <laughs> so high and mighty. You, you you pull it out of the freezer and you, and you put it on a plate, and you light it on fire, a la flambe. Wait, wait, you light it on fire? Light it on fire. Mm-hmm. It has no problem because the cow pad's got the methane in it to keep it burning, you know? Oh, okay. And and, and and then you say, here you go, Aunt Teresa. This is for you. I made it because it's because you're a perfection and I want you to have some perfection salad. And then she eats it and, you know, being that she's so high and mighty, she thinks that uh, that, that to, tell, to call you out on your bullshit would be would be rude and, and it, God wouldn't like you for that. So she just kind of swallows it. And, and the beauty thing is, you're sitting there, and you and you know you know there's it's full of shit. Like you put the shit in there, you know what you know what it is. And um, she's like, "Oh, oh, this is this is delightful, dear. Can I have a little bit of a drink to go with it? How about some milk?" And absolutely, you've got the perfect pint of four-month-old goat's milk that's been sitting in the refrigerator. <laughs> so you next pour to the a to go with it, <laughs> and then. When she can't handle it anymore and she runs off to the bathroom and you can hear her outside, you're standing outside the door and you can just hear her just like puking her guts into the toilet and you think, oh, that's perfection. (laughs) Uh, Ken won the podcast. I want everybody to know. Yeah, Yeah. Ken, I think you're going to win this round for sure. We'll have to wait to see what Pete gets, but okay. Oh no, Ken won the podcast. Everybody's going for second best here. All right, let me read this entire recipe before you guys say anything, okay? Perfection salad. Take two envelopes of unflavored gelatin, one half cup sugar, one teaspoon salt, one can apple juice, half cup lemon juice, two tablespoons vinegar, one cup shredded carrot, one cup sliced celery, one cup finely shredded cabbage. Mm -hmm. Half cup chopped green pepper and one can of chopped pimento. This is the real recipe for perfection salad, Dana. Ah, I feel like I took a left turn in there. Like, I thought I knew what I was looking at, and now it seems like a nightmare jello 
like a, so, a salad. So what you're telling me, this is, this is savory. Meat, even though there's no meat not in sweet. it. Yes, yeah. this is savory, it's not like a sweet. savory jello mold of a salad. It is a three-tier jello mold salad. Yes. Uh, uh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and Carpenter friends. Why do you hate me so much? That's <laughs> 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 disgusting. I will put a picture uh, of it in the chat. Right. Just this is what you serve to your enemies. They're like, oh, oh. Really, you bastards. I honestly think that's dinner. Carissa would rather have the cow bite. Well, I felt like it was going to burn off pretty well. Just saying. I thought it was not a bad plan. If you go look in the general chat, you'll see the photo of it. It looks amazing. Amazing? Like, oh yeah, this from a nightmare perspective. This thing's right? three tiered. It's three tiered. You can see through it. I mean, it looks like you just got poor ranch dressing on top of it. Oh, oh god. god! If it was a like a ranch dressing volcano, it's just like slowly going over it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Holy barf! I want that to be somebody's wedding cake. Oh, can we, in whatever movie we make, that is going to be the wedding cake. Is this nightmare with a ranch dressing volcano. Sure. <laughs> Gross. Oh, that's great. All right. Yep. Oh, God. Well, it's going to be a horror to... movie, so. I guess I'm ready. Eight seconds before All right, people so this start is dying. the end of round I... two with Pete. Right. I don't, I don't quite know how I'm going to say this, but I'll give it a shot. And we're going to ready. So after this, we'll go to round three, which is the final round. So here's the end of round two. Mm. Pete. This is the final round, okay? How do you make beef tingler? I believe I, I, I made a beef tingler the other day when I tickled a muscular man at the beach. But... We'll go about this this way. To make a beef tingler, what you got to do is you got to go out, you got to find a cow, and you got to give it a bit of a tickle and kind of uh, loosen up that meat. And then you got to slaughter it within, let's say, an hour, or it's not good. Then you take it back in, you throw it in a little pan you got there, and you pour a little uh, a soda pop, whatever your choice is. I like to use uh, rock and rye. Or maybe some red pop. You got to go Fago. We're here in Michigan. You swish it around a little bit there with the beef. And then you just basically, you just pull it out and you start licking it. You don't want to bite into it. You just want to lick it. Because you want to get get that little tingle on your tongue, you know. And then afterwards, that's when you apply the cocaine. And then you can cut into <laughs> it. You apply the cocaine. <laughs> then you can cut into it, and then it's totally tingling yeah. in your mouth. There we and go. That's what we're looking for. So that's how you make beef tingler. I hope everybody's happy with that one. <laughs> it's no perfection guys. salad. <laughs> I'm going to take your guys' recipes and type them up and put them on and send them to people and see what happens. Anyway, so how do you make a beef tingler? So a beef tingler is very similar to the beef fizz, but a little different. So the beef tingler doesn't really have any much tingle in it. However, oh, you, that's take, no fun. you take two cans of condensed beef broth again, and two cans of water. Mm. And Ooh. 
one-fourth cup of brandy, one-fourth oh, cup mm. whip, whipping cream, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, a dash of nutmeg, and an eighth of a teaspoon of grated orange rind. So is this a drink, then? This is like a... It is a drink. And you're supposed to you're supposed to heat it up Ugh. until the cream mounds up and I assume mm. curdles. Oh, that's disgusting. That's, and then yeah, you like of all the ingredients, I was thinking then, milk does not need to be here. And at the end of it, you fold the orange rind into it and then drink it. No, minus Ugh. minus the milk and the entire intent of that recipe. Right. This is like when you were a kid and you wanted to make potions, you just kind of put everything that you had right. in there and then dared each other to drink it. Yeah. Dared each other to drink it and then everybody went to the hospital afterwards. That's what this is. All right. We got, yeah. what do you say, one more round? One more round. I got one more for each of you. Oh, God. Okay. Danon. How do you yeah, make buddy. super supper salad loaf oh man i don't know if i could talk about that one that's uh well the last time the babysitter was over <laughs> no i can't keep that up that's terrible <laughs> i was just gonna say that's gotta be really hard no it's actually not that hard i just it's it's so ridiculous Shit. <laughs> Oh, well, I was thinking of uh, trying deuce, to go back to, deuce to, to the, um, when are we going to release the uh, Nixon show, by the way? When it's done. But go do Don Knotts, oh. which is a.k.a. Stewie Joe. That's who I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of his name. Stewie Joe! <laughs> well, <laughs> the first thing you got to do is uh, get to the moon. <laughs> That's that's his catchphrase. That's that's where they keep the green cheese. (laughs) Right. Wait. What what is this thing again? This is the super stuffer salad shooter. Um, Loaf. (laughs) Yeah. No. Just Dana, tell us tell us the recipe for a super stuffer salad shooter. That's all you gotta do. Super stuffer salad shooter. It's actually it's actually the most vile curse my people can throw. It's called the super stuffer salad loaf. Just to let you know. Thank you. Yeah, well, no, that's what you got to do is you get yourself a ton of vegetables, like a whole garden, a half garden. If I don't know how much you can eat, but it's like you need a big part of a garden and you eat that for two weeks straight. And then when that thing comes out, that you feed that to your enemies. That's a super salad shooter loaf. <laughs> Sounds right to me. <laughs> All right, so. To make a super salad, super salad. She wanted a snake shooter so bad. <laughs> you scoop out the center of a one and a half pound piece of bologna, yeah, <laughs> leaving the shell. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Did you the say shell? Wait, there's bologna in shell. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, get back to the nightmare. What's what's happening? <laughs> You scoop out the center of a one and a half pound piece of bologna, leaving a shell. One and a half. You you soak one teaspoon plain gelatin in two teaspoons cold water and dissolve over hot water. 
Mix one and a half cups cooked mashed peas with one tablespoon real mayonnaise. This sounds Dude, horrifying. <laughs> this is getting so... Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Then you add two teaspoons minced onion, half teaspoon salt, a quarter teaspoon of pepper, and you add the dissolved gelatin and pack it into the bologna shell. Chill it thoroughly. Place on a platter of salad greens. Heap on top of it real mayonnaise. Garnish with radish, roses, parsley, and onion rings as illustrated. That's like if you tried to decorate a mama bird eating a bunch of food and then throwing it up into the mouth of a baby bird, but then like, we're going to fancy dinner. This is what we're going to do and lay out the radishes around vomit in a bologna shell. And then you, and then you slice it and serve. Whatever is left over, <laughs> you put on bread and take for work tomorrow as a sandwich. Oh, oh God, this was God. getting to me. I don't, because I don't eat bologna, That's... I don't know where one procures a one and a half pound hunk of bologna. So if you go they... to the deli, they actually have the full bologna, and you could just buy that. Gotta... Wait, that thing that you never in your entire life thought, I will ever need that much bologna, go do that. That's yes. the plan? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, step one, I'm on board. Why wouldn't I spend $95 on bullying? Okay, so here, here's the thing, though. Like, I'm a grown adult, 40 years old, make my own money. There's no reason. And, and obviously, you have to, in order to make this, you have to be an adult because why else would you own plain, unflavored jello? <laughs> Where do you even <laughs> find unflavored jello? Well, it's, 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 it's with the canning supply. Oh my goodness! I know oh, this because okay. I own unflavored Jello. Oh, you do. Hit it I do. What do, you I use, what do you use it for, Ken? Huh? You, you use it for making uh, surprise man. salad and things. <laughs> Perfection salad, or I don't know whatever the fuck you call. It. Anyway, Perfection salad. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's akin like it, unflavored gelatin, sure gel. It's it's it, it's what you use to mix with straw when you're making strawberry jam to make the stuff set up. Oh, okay. I, just, I so, see what you're saying. That to make, makes sense. To make jellies and yeah. jams. So, again, I'm an adult. That's why I know that. And I'm also an adult because, I, you know, I, you have to be. Why would I, as a, as a working adult who can buy my own shit, ever go and buy bologna willfully? I guess if you're going to make a whole bunch of bologna sandwiches. But why would I ever do that? <laughs> well, maybe you're trying to feed a whole bunch of people cheap. There's PB and J. I've already told you that I'm making the Jello. That's more. That's more expensive, Ken. No, it's not. If I was going around and buy fifty jars of Smuckers, yeah, it would be more. (laughs) Actually, I don't know if that would be more expensive buying a pound and a half of fucking bologna. My real question is: This doesn't tell you what to do with the inside bologna. Well, you grind that up for ground bologna. It's implied bologna. You just obviously you know what to do with bologna shell. Well, no, you're eating the bologna shell. That's what yeah, makes no, the you, loaf. You, you, take out the, you take out the bologna and you make ground bologna with it. Oh, okay. Uh, if you say so. Ground All right. Well, 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 Ken's up next. So, how do you how do you grind something that's already been pureed? In a, in a meat grinder. <laughs> but all you're doing you is it, breaking it apart the... other things, and you it, it it makes like a sandwich spread. Uh, it's it what deviled like... ham is, <laughs> Damon. <laughs> Right, government uh, 
goose liver pate? What is that? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Do you love me some bologna spread? That is awful. All right. Are you ready, Ken? <clears throat> Lay it on me. Ken, how do you make bologna. a jellied tomato refresher? A jellied tomato refresher. Yeah. Correct. Can you do New York? Yeah, these all sound like British dishes. Just putting that, pointing that out. Um, well, most of these are from the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. A jellied tomato refresher. All right. So this is a cocktail. Oh, so just to let you know, this actually came from Weight, Watch Weight Watchers International. Oh my god. Because if it's too disgusting, you won't eat it. <laughs> okay, here you go. No. So we're gonna first you gotta jelly the tomato. Oh. Not an easy thing to do. You gotta mash up the tomato. You gotta stew it for four or five hours. You gotta mix in the jelly like you're making a jam. I was just talking Ken was just talking about making jam. You gotta make the jam. Out of tomatoes, and then you take that once it, once the jelly's set, you take it, you scoop it out of there, and you put it into a cocktail glass. You got to use the you, you got to use the fourteen ounce pony, like a high boy glass, right? And you mix in some club soda and a little bit of celery seed, and then. You take it and you walk up to Jonathan and you splash it in his fucking face because nobody wants to eat a jelly tomato refresher. Come <laughs> me with this bullshit. <laughs> All right, so here's the actual recipe. You were actually kind of close. I was, you almost had it. All right, to make a jelly tomato refresher, you need one envelope of unflavored gelatin. Again. Again. Okay. The beginning of all nightmares is right. one packet of unflavored <laughs> jelly. <laughs> you just know you're in trouble. That's like right. step you know, one. I want that to be the first shot of our horror movie for no reason. And we'll know. No one else will know. She knows why they open that with one packet of unflavored jelly. We should start every movie that way we ever film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's our thing. Jelly. Right. That's our that's our packet. <laughs> All right, then you take one quarter cup cold water, three cups tomato juice, two tablespoons dehydrated green pepper flakes, additional sweetener to equal two tablespoons of sugar, two teaspoons lemon juice, one beef bouillon cube, one teaspoon... One teaspoon Worcestershire yep, undissolved, sauce. pressed into the center. They just... One bouillon cube. Some garlic salt... <laughs> Ground cloves and a medium green pepper cut into rings. Sprinkle gel uh, gelatin oh, over right cold water later. to soften. Combine tomato juice, green pepper flakes, sweetener, lemon juice, broth mix, <laughs> Worcestershire, garlic salt, and cloves in saucepan. Bring to boil, then remove from heat. Add softened gelatin, stir to dissolve. Pour into bowl, refrigerate to set. Just before serving, beat lightly with a fork. Spoon mixture. Evenly divided into four dessert dishes, garnish with green pepper rings if desired. Makes four servings. Yeah, okay. 
All right, we got one more of these, right? Last one, Pete. And Pete, you get your choice. Oh, I get to, I get a choice. Yes. You can either do so we... lime cheese salad. What's the other one? Or hungry boys casserole. Oh, get you some hungry. Let boys. me tell you, boys <laughs> casserole. I feel like that would be more entertaining. <laughs> we're we're gonna do the hungry boys casserole. I used to make this back in the scouts for all those little kids that I used to watch and watch and watch. What did you What did you watch them do? Mostly make fires and play with their sticks. Anyway, hungry boy casserole. So basically what you do is you got to set the mood for the hungry boy casserole. And by that, I mean you got to take the boys and you got to put them in a cage for about a week or so so they get good and hungry. Then what you do is you go out and you hunt yourself a squirrel. You take that squirrel, you skin it, you throw the skin in a pot. You do the same with about three or four different animals, eating the meat for yourself, but you got to put the skin in the pot. And then you mix it up a little bit with whatever you got around the house. Maybe some mayo, mustard, ranch dressing, maybe a little chocolate if you're feeling lucky. One packet of unflavored gelatin. That's the next step is you got to put in more than one pocket, packet of unflavored gelatin so it comes out in this big greasy ball. And then you walk over and you just throw it in the goddamn cage and you get the hell out. Because at this point, they're like rabid little animals. They'll break out and they'll come chase you. That's how you make a hungry boy casserole. Like if you want to go the extra mile, <laughs> yeah, if you want to go the extra mile, you can put a little mushrooms in there, little candy cane, whatever, makes them happy, done. And then you go get yourself arrested because you're obviously a psychopath. The end. So after everybody's creeped out, what's the real recipe for Hungry Boy Casserole? Ed, you were so close. Uh, no, you weren't at all. No, I was, I was hoping not. If I was, that's really frightening. So, <clears throat> Hungry Boy Casserole is the 1963 Pillsbury Bake Off $25,000 champion. No shit. Am I going to have to make this? Uh, you might actually attempt to make this possibly. You need one and a half pounds of ground beef, one cup sliced celery, a half cup chopped onion, a half cup chopped green pepper, one clove garlic so mince, three cups, three-fourths cups tomato paste, three-fourths cups water, salt, paprika, uh, and then they have monosodium glumate. <laughs> MSG. They yep. put MSG in there? <laughs> yeah. at, this point, at this point, we're making a meatloaf. <laughs> right. That's yeah. all this is. Yeah, you have a half teaspoon well, I mean, of there's that. the six ounces of methamphetamines, but that's... And then you well, need... You need like, you methamphetamine in your meatloaf? <laughs> you need one cam Campbell's pork and beans with tomato sauce and one pound chickpeas or lima beans undrained. So basically, you take all of this and cook it all together, 
and then you put it in a, in a cast on a baking dish, and then cover it with biscuits, hmm. and then bake it in Uncooked. the oven. You sold me with the biscuits, right? I was yeah, dismissed it completely until you said biscuits on top, and I was like, I'll try anything once. Yeah, yeah, it made sense now. <laughs> okay, so here, here's here's my thing, guys. Oh, here it comes. I feel like we need to start a YouTube channel where we make this shit. No, and that sounds fun. Right. Don't those already exist, though? Right. So there's a mix between, like, a cooking show and Jackass where we, like, make the horrible nonsense and then make people eat it on camera, unbeknownst to them. I think oh, we yeah, have to eat it. You and I are cooking the food and you and J-Bo are eating right. it, so... Mm, possibly at high velocity. Man, I'm really picky with my <laughs> food. You fire I... one of those uh, paradise cakes at somebody. <laughs> I don't know if I can deal with a bologna shell. Right? Oh, Fired at you. You're going to deal with it, all right. <laughs> Make it two. One to eat, one to shoot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that these YouTube channels already exist. Oh, there's some out there for mm. sure. But they're not us. That's true. They're not us. Right. The name of the YouTube channel. Plus, we could take it to the guys that are, the, that are on I-69 and Center Road, the homeless guys. We could take it to them and see if they'll try it. You're a terrible person. homeless guys. <laughs> yeah, the guys that are on the corner. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I propose they make a deal. Those we guys live nearby. I don't know how homeless they are, but they're there every day. You're both talking over each other for way too bad there. Year. One at a time. Ken, go ahead. I say that we go and we propose that we feed them. We'll feed them for a week if they stop panhandling. And then we stick them with the stuff. You think they're looking for food? Dude, they'll run away. It would it would expose the bullshit pretty quickly. Yeah, it would. Oh, that for sure. Okay. So that's, that was, was that Jonathan's uh, recipe challenge? It was. And Ken's the winner. Ken, congratulations, yeah. sir. Yay! The you win a bologna shell. Who's got second, though? We'll make one of these recipes for you. You get an yeah. un unlimited supply of tasteless gelatin or whatever. <laughs> That's my favorite flavor. And I won't kick you out of this house. <laughs> what does it look like when you make that? Is it seriously like just a, just a gray, horrible, depressing jello? Can we make that? I'm just wondering if you like, you know, just mix beef broth and jello and gelatin, what happens? Uh, people vomit. Yeah. I think that's the stuff that's left in the can of spam when you pull the meat out. Uh, <laughs> that's what you just described. All right. So, are we are we gonna are we moving on? Yeah, I do have to bring up something real quick. All right, go ahead. So apparently, in China, they found another flu virus with pandemic potential today. Man, you need to stop with this crap. Not waste any time, are they? No, nope, this is why we is, can't believe anybody anymore. This one's a swine flu. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So a person well, who I went did to bats, they got to do pigs. So a person Actually who I went to high school with said, can we just put a wall around China and not let anything in or out? 
and I commented back that they already have one. I heard it's kind of great. <laughs> nice. So wait a minute. They're saying it has potential, like they're happy about it. This one's got potential, you know, like it's a I don't know. Yeah, like it's a like it's a good thing, like pandemic wave number two. Uh, on a side, there were a lot of people no. who made money in the last one. Um, I'll mention two things. Yeah. What uh the bar in East Lansing's up to 107 for confirmed cases. Oh geez. Thanks, Bar. And uh Mitch Turtle Club McConnell is now advocating wearing masks in public, saying there should be no stigma around it. No. There never was a stigma. He can't say that. That's not allowed. But he's advocating now that everybody wear masks when they leave their house. It's not about you. It's about everyone you are exposed to. Yeah, and we knew that. They're exposing themselves. It's Mitch McConnell. Well, because he's got a legitimate candidate that's going to be up against him, and he's starting to worry, so he has to actually try to be a human being. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's just but he's, he's just shutting down all the polling places, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, yeah well, he's gonna go. win. He's gonna so win. They had to get a court order to extend voting time. People were not giving up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what happened there? Sounded like Dana was getting all right. Some. I guess. So we, we're going to do a break. We're going to do another segment. What are we doing, guys? We're going to move. If you guys are ready, I'm going to move right into uh, trivia time. You guys ready for some movie trivia? Let's do it. Lay it on me. All right. So I was going to do Oscar, but I need more time for that. So I went with 90s movies because I figure we can all do this. And what I have is I have 24 90s movies. And this isn't going to be super easy. I'm going to give you the year. <clears> I'm going to give you the stars. And you got to tell me what the title is. Now, I've got three levels of hardness. I've got a one-point question, a two-point question, and a three-point question. So you, when I when I go into your turn, you have to get, you have to say, tell me what you want: a one or two or three. About these levels of hardness. Yeah. Did we lose Pete? Oh, I thought we lost me. Pete, you there? Your mic cut out. He exploded, actually. It was the tactical nukes I had sent earlier. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Pete, for real? <laughs> Maybe we should take a All break right. then. Uh, I hit the Jonathan button. gives he us the go. Yeah. I hit the button. We're recording All right. again. All right, well... We're, we're back from break. I'm sorry. I kind of dropped my mic there. Um, but we're going to do 90s movie trivia. These are not going to be easy. I'm going to be asking these guys if they want to do a level three, level two, or level one question. And I will give them the year and the stars. And they have to give me the movie title. All right, Dayton, what do you want? One, two, or three, buddy? Three. Lay it on me. All right. The first number three comes out in 1996. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Oh, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yes, Danian is correct for three points. Who's next? Mm-hmm. I'll go next. Jonathan, you're up. Um, let's try for the three-pointer. Gotta keep, try to keep tied. All right. This movie came out in 1992 
and it stars Denzel Washington, Angela Bassett, and Spike Lee. Boy, am I glad I didn't get that one. <laughs> yeah, right, because I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know that one. Okay, anybody want to steal? You got five seconds. Geely. That's probably Geely. No, that's, okay, that's nobody, nobody. All right, nobody got that one. That movie was Malcolm X. Um, Ken, pick right. your point level. Give me a, give me a two-pointer. Two-pointer. All right, <clears throat> this movie came out in 1996, starring William H. Macy and Francis McDormand. Fargo. Ken was correct, it's Fargo. All right, Dana, we're back That's to you, brother. Awkward. Dana, you're making a lot of yeah. extra noises. Who, who, me? No, I'm pretty sure I was holding pretty still just then. Uh, you were doing origami, we all know it. Oh, he's doing something else with an O word. <laughs> Hmm. All right, well, Dayton, pick your pick your level three, two, or one. Three. This shit's easy. Oh yeah. Okay. You didn't get the Malcolm X one. No, All right. right. This movie. Yeah. This movie came out in 1991, starring John Turturro and John Goodman. Oh crap! I don't know who John Turturro is, and I feel like I should. I know I've seen him in things. John. Um, yeah. Ten seconds. King Ralph. Wrong. Anybody want to steal? Big Lebowski? No, that wasn't a 91. Oh, no, that was much later, wasn't it? The Pest. Right. What was that? The Pest. No, My, wrong. It doesn't even make sense. All right. No, Nobody got this one. Was it, was it Kingpin or King Ralph? No. No, he said King Ralph. Oh. John Turturro, John Goodman were both in Barton Fink. Barton Fink. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking John right. Zamo. Damn it. Okay, go. We gotta be real movies. <laughs> I told you the threes are not easy. You just got yeah, lucky you got an easy one. Uh, Jonathan, three turn to one. Uh, I'm gonna go with a one. Jonathan goes for a one. This movie came out in 1991 starring Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Science of the Limbs. That is correct. Jonathan gets a point. All right. Ken, you're up. I'll stick with a two. Ken for another two. <clears throat> this movie came out in 1997, starring Heather Graham and Marky Mark. Ten seconds, Ken. Heather Graham, Marky Mark, 1997. All right, that's it. One last guess. Three Kings. Wrong. Anybody want to steal? Say it one more time. Oh, no. I got it. Fuck. Too late. <laughs> 1997, yeah. starring Heather Graham and Marky Mark. Boogie Nights. Boogie. Yeah, but you didn't count. You didn't get the point. I know it doesn't count, but I, I, of course, I it, it hit me. You were going to say Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it was Boogie Nights. Yep. All right, we're back right. to Dane and three points. All right, Dane, what do you want? Three, two, or one? Three. He's going for a three again. All right. 
This movie came out in 1998, and it stars Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Ooh. No, that one is the uh, um, Kubrick is one shot. You are correct, sir. All right. Who's next? That'd be me. I believe I believe it's Jonathan. What do you got? I'm gonna go for a two point. Two points. <clears throat> All right. This movie came out <clears throat> in nineteen ninety two. This movie came out in nineteen ninety two, starring Quentin Tarantino and Tim Roth. Oh, I know. Dana knows it. You better say it or I'm gonna. You got about 10 more seconds there, Dan. I mean, Jonathan. 10 more seconds. Not you, Dan. Jonathan. <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico? No, no, no. Who wants to steal? Four rooms. I... And what was that? Four rooms. What was that, Dana? Four rooms. Wrong, sir. It is not four rooms. What? You got the year wrong. Dang it. Give it to me. One, give it to me. All right, Ken. You got five seconds. 1992, Quentin Tarantino and Tim Roth. Reservoir Dogs. That is oh, correct. Oh, 92. Stupid brain. <clears throat> All right, Ken. You're up. All right. Give me another two-pointer. Two-pointer for Ken. Let me see what I got. Two-pointer? Okay. Oh, you're going to nail this one. This is the easiest two-pointer on the list. 1998, starring Jeff Bridges and John... All right, well, we're not going to redo that again, so we'll just... Ken will still get the points, but we'll just have to skip it. So what, Let we'll us tell, when you're up. Tell us, everybody, what it was. Well, it was the Big Lebowski. Ken got it. Yeah. And we actually did another one after that, and then on, we're on another one. Yeah, well, I couldn't message you fast enough to tell you that my computer crashed. All right. Well, let us know when you're up, and we'll... Uh... We're going. We're recording. Let's go. Right. Oh, okay. All right, Ken, you've had some time to think about this one. 1994, Matthew Broderick, James Earl Jones, and Nathan Lane for a level two. Yep, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, I got it. But it's not what... It's not... It was tricky. It's the Lion King. It, it is the Lion King. That's why I put three I on there. To, I was trying to think of a live action film where I where Nathan, where uh, James Earl Jones and Nathan Lane, and I just couldn't come up with anything. Yep. All right, we're gonna head back to Jonathan because we kind of uh, skipped him a little bit there. Hey, skip me twice now. Nope, just once. Um, go ahead and pick a. Oh, you did probably didn't hear. We have um, at this point three level threes left. All right, I'll do a level three to take him away. All right. This one is one of the harder level threes. 1995, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> Gosh, you've narrowed it down to seven films. Okay. I said it's, it's one of the hardest level threes. Robert De Niro, huh? Robert De Niro the, and Al Pacino. Is it Ronan? It is not Ronan, but that was a good that was a that was a good choice actually. It was not Ronan. Anybody got a steal on this one? 
Um, heat. Yes, Ken ah, got it with heat. Yeah. All right, I think we're back to uh, Danan now. Okay. Um, how many threes? There's are two left? level threes left. There's two level threes right. left. Let's do it. Level three. All right. <clears throat> this one's this one's decently hard. I would have got it. Um, nineteen ninety six. I would I would have actually gotten this one. Nineteen ninety six. Ewan McGregor and Kelly McDonald. Oh crap! Who's Kelly McDonald? Uh, crap. Yeah, McGregor. It's one of my dad's terrible jokes where he just yells Ewan McGregor in the worst Scottish accent ever. Just randomly at Christmas time for some reason. Hmm. What was the year? It's not an easy one. The year was 1996. 96. That seems like a good year for a drug problem. Let's say train spotting. You are correct, sir. <sighs> Nicely done. Don't start with me, McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right, Ken. Yeah, these things just come to me. You're up, buddy. Two. You're going to stick with two? Stick with my twos. Okay, after this two, we will have two twos left. All right, this one's this was probably one of the easiest twos. 1997, Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards. Storm, um, oh, shit. Um... Yeah, wait, who's the first person? 1997, Casper Van, Van Dien and Denise Richards. Um, I know, I, I. Starship Troopers. No. Oh, I, I didn't think you were going to get it, Ken. You I, couldn't get Starship. I couldn't get Starship. I knew it was Troopers. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, you're up, buddy. Oh, nice pull. We have a three We have left. one three left. We I'm have one three left, and it's, it's the hardest three. Casper. I'm taking it away from Damon, so give it to me. All right, here comes the hardest three. Yeah. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to give you... I'm actually going to give you an additional hint on this one. Ooh, this, is is this is 1999, starring Heather Donahue and Josh Leonard, and it started an entire genre. Huh. Nobody 1999. The Harry Potter movies? Was it the first Harry Potter movie? It's not your turn, <laughs> Dainton. Shut up. <laughs> Jonathan, 1999, Heather Donahue and Josh Leonard, and it started an entire genre. It started a genre. Do you mean like, yep. um, like a style of shooting or something, or like a? Yes. It started a whole style of movie. Oh. If I say too much, it'll probably, it might give it away. Is it the shaky cam? I'm not going to tell you what it is. When you hear the answer, you'll get I never, it. I never watched this movie, but I know what uh, starts with a B. Uh, if you don't you get got, it, I think you gave it to me. <laughs> you got 10 seconds. But I know it. Uh, uh, Blair Witch Project. There yes. <laughs> Nicely yeah. done, Jonathan. See, you wouldn't have gotten it if so I didn't. I, oh, I wouldn't have gotten it on my own. Not if, a chance. Did, did that really start Blair a Witch genre, Project. though? Yes, started a whole genre of found footage yeah. movies, yes. Yeah. Oh, found footage movies. I was thinking shaky cam movie. Nope, found footage movies. All right. 
we're going to Danon. We have all right. Threes are so gone. We only have we only have two two pointers left. That's for so two. Who, so who has what points right now? Um, I'm think Danon's winning right now. Wait, you haven't been keeping score. You actually, keeping it's score? not that bad. How are you I'm keeping score? score. Pete's just off to the store to get participation trophies. It's we're not really keeping score. It's fine. It's just enough to play, guys. Ooh, ooh, it's really close. <laughs> Crap. It's actually really close be- right now. It's really close between it's it's one point separation right now between Danon and Ken. Ah, okay. Jonathan's kind of getting it handed to him, but he'll come back. <laughs> All right, Danon, you're up. You got All two right. two point questions left. The rest are ones. Two. Two. All right, here we go. Nineteen ninety seven. Starring Kevin Spacey and Kim Basinger. Oh, crap. 1997, uh, Kevin Spacey, Kim Basinger. Midnight of Garden and Good and Evil. No, I think that's... that's you're, you're wrong guy. You're wrong no. male lead. No, Kevin Spacey's in that movie with John Cusack. Yeah, uh, that's it. There's but a girl the movie you're in actually thinking about is LA Confidential. Oh, uh, Ken takes the one. steal, and it's and it's Ken's turn. And mm. uh, there's one two point question left. The rest are ones. And I'll take it. Oh, you're gonna. This is the easiest two point question I think. One of the easiest. It's 1995. The movie stars Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. Oh. Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. I know this one. Yep, Chris Tyker and Ice Cube. Gonna, like, I'm hitting the buzzer. I'm already. buzzing in for... I already yep. buzzed in before you. Wait, wait, wait. Ken's got, Ken's got 10 seconds, and honestly, Jonathan said he knew it first. So, Ken, you got 10 seconds to get it, or it's going to Jonathan. Friday. God damn it. Oh, he got it. Ah. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. All we got left are ones. You guys ready to blaze through these? All right, give them to me. All right, here's Jonathan's. 1994... Starring John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. Come on, Jonathan. Oh, I can't believe I can't think of the name of this movie right now. Jesus. Nineteen ninety-four, John Travolta and Samuel L. And Ken said he's got it first, so you got ten seconds. Pulp fiction. Yes. Nicely done, sir. They will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon them. All right, Danon, here's yours. Ready? Okay. This one, this movie, 1993, starring Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. Groundhog Day. You got it, sir. Danon nails it. So we're back to Ken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Ken. 1999, Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I don't know. 1999, I knew what it was. <laughs> the Matrix. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, Jonathan. This one, okay. this one's a little tricky. This one's a little tricky. 1995, starring Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. Toy Story. Oh, you nailed it. Swinging back around to Danon. Mm, Danon's okay. going to kill this one. 
This is another 1999. This one stars oh. Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. Oh, Fight Club. And we got two left, so this coming to Ken. Ken. This is an earlier one. It was in 1990, starring Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. Got it. Danon's got it. Oh my god. 1990. Johnny oh my Depp god. Winona Ryder. You've got 10 seconds. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. And to Mr. Jonathan for the final question. Final countdown. Yep, here it is. The last chance for a point. 1992, starring Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Oh, that, yeah, I got it. Like, he also has this, but if it comes to that... <laughs> Are you holding us in suspense, dude? 1992. No, I'm actually as fast as he can. <laughs> no. Come on. You've I'm... seen this movie at least three times. I don't know. Dana, go ahead. You can have it. You already won. You're not worthy. What? No, uh, Ken won. But yeah, Wayne's World. All right. Give me a second and I'll tally up the points. Ken's so talk amongst by... yourselves. Yeah, I'll give you a topic. Talk amongst just... yourselves. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I got I got Mike Myers in my head. Go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll tally up the points here. No, we got Mike. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> I kind of miss Mike Myers. I think we all do. Almost done. Tallying up the points. All right. So, in last place, we forgot to talk amongst ourselves. You did. You totally <laughs> forgot to do that. All right. In last place, with six points, that's pretty decent. Is Jonathan? Woo woo! Last place. Mm-hmm. Good showing. Good In second place, with fifteen points, is Danan. And that means in first place with 19 points is Ken. So it wasn't actually that far off. <laughs> you totally cut out for the second place. Everything. <laughs> oh, did I really? Okay, you second know, place. It came, it came in at 19 points with Ken. That's yeah, all right. That's what we wanted to hear anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, second place was, was Dane in Second place. Who points. even cares about that loser? We're moving right on to first. <laughs> well, your prize is perfection salad. That's that's okay. right. Ken, Ken gets bologna shell and perfection salad. Oh, I hope I get one because I'm going to build a catapult specifically for that reason. So we got we got two movies that skunked you guys, and those were uh, Malcolm X and Barton Fink. And neither one of those I've seen. I've seen both of them. No, I know. Well, I know. I don't think I've seen more than once. All right. I think next. In, so. Right. I think. Uh, I think next. Next podcast, we'll do the Oscar thing that Jonathan and I talked about today. All right. So, what do we got next? 
don't know. Ken, do you got anything? Uh, I don't have anything that's not, you know, going to put me on a rant. So I'm going to digress because I'm trying to stay positive on my vacation. No, we're not going to do a, a total, like, Steam release session. We're just screaming into microphones for a little while. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's um, probably for the best. My blood, pressure's too, my blood pressure was good today, and I have to keep it that way. So well, I don't have, I don't have anything left. Yeah, I think we did good here, boys. I think we did too. But just so you know, Arizona just closed everything again. Just closed the entire state. It's just closed. So, I one thing I that did make me laugh today is I, I was just reading, a guy started a Twitter account for the sole purpose of retweeting Donald Trump. Oh, I, I read about this. He lasted three days before it got shut down. Yeah, he got a eighteen hour suspension. <laughs> See that? Jeez. That makes me laugh. It's like you can't write this stuff. It's ridiculous. Nope. All right. All right, gentlemen. Is that it for the podcast today? It is. So it is. That's it. we'll see you guys next time. Peace out, homies. Hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm.